Douglas B. from Veterans Air. Hey, thanks for listening to our show today. You can listen to the second half of Stephen and Francisco with Accounting Wise on February 18th. You also find us out on the Lone Star Community Radio website site and at veteransair.us. Hey, did you know that you could sponsor Veterans Air? That's true. You could be our number one sponsor. You can be our number three sponsor. You can be any sponsor you want. Give us a call at 936-344-3083, and we'll send you out a sponsor package right away. Hey, next month, I want to let you know that in March, we're going to have Cannon Recovery and 4T4 Racing Team here in the studio talking about what Cannon Recovery does and what it means to you. Check us out, veteransair.us. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe. And 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe. And worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Welcome to Veterans Air, the Veterans Hour. I'm your host, Douglas Began, along with my sometimes co-host, Dangerous Dan, the Muffin Man. You can uh, catch us live the first Tuesday of every month here on your Lone Star Community Radio Station. Or you can listen to us at www.veteransair.us724. Check out our podcasts on Facebook, YouTube, all that other good stuff. Um, so, let's talk about... No, let's do some housekeeping. We're going to do some housekeeping. Um, before we start, you can contact Veterans Air through our website, www.veteransair.us. Or leave us a message, or better yet, text us in the studio on our Google phone at three at 936-344-3083. So we got a bunch of stuff that we're doing. And the biggest one that I have to tell you about, huge, huge announcement, is Veterans Air will be on twice a month going forward. Dick's saying, yes, if you do what you're supposed to. I'm trying, Dick, I really am. We're going to be live the first Tuesday of every month. We're going to bring you new interviews from community leaders, news and events, and we will be playing the second half of that interview on the third Tuesday of the month. So check us out. Um, I'm really excited about it. I think that, uh, that only good things can come up from this. Um, we're going to talk today to uh, Stephen from Accounting Wise about veterans' taxes. Now, we had Stephen on last year about the same time, and he called me and said, hey, can we do that again? Because I thought we had some good information coming out there. And we did. Um, really, really great information that you need to know about your taxes, filing your taxes, and things to talk about. So Stephen's going to come up. Um, we pre-recorded this, and we're breaking it in half because it's an hour-long interview. And we'll do half of it today and then half of it again on the next show here in February. It's on the third Tuesday. We're still doing Tuesdays, right? In what way? Wait, we're we're going to do this Tuesday, and then we're going to do the third, third Tuesday? Yeah. Okay, good. Make sure people subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Google Play, because the same things will be released the same day. Damn, you are on it. I feel so bad, because I'm like an IT guy, and I'm not on it. <laughs> I've been busy. I want to apologize to all our listeners for last month that I was not here to do the show, and because I was sick. I got the, uh, I got, uh, the flu, and then right on top of that, the RSV virus, and I couldn't even speak. I was coughing so much, so I couldn't do the show. Um, luckily for me, Dick pulled my butt out of the fire again and put on something pre-canned, um, but I am feeling much, much better. Um, now I'm just concerned about the coronavirus because I think that's going to be like the starting point for zombieism. Remember, when it happens, you heard it here first. You know, news, talk, and uncensored commentary, right here, we bring it to you, the zombie virus. Okay, so um, if you didn't catch Stephen last year, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Stephen. Stephen's a vet, and he uh, started an accounting firm called Accounting Wise. And uh, Stephen has an interesting background. I'm going to read his bio for you. He was a music education major from 2006 through 2008. Then in 2009, he decided to join the Air Force. 
He was assigned to Dreyfus Air Force Base, the uh, Comptroller Squadron Accounting Office, uh, all the way through 2020. And afterwards, when he got out, he went to Arkansas, and he started Z Bookkeeping, LLC, and he ran that until 2007. His business, business grew by 800% over that time period, um, leading a, uh, a 2,086% revenue change for him between the years 2015-2016. He decided then that he was going to come on down to Texas, and he started up um, AccountingWise LLC back in 2018 with the focus of helping veterans through accounting services. Now, AccountingWise is great. Um, they do most of, uh, of their contact with you. They can do it virtually through Facebook, FaceTime, things of that nature. They even have a nice little app out there that you can use. And uh, Stevens promises me that he's going to take care of my tax problems because don't be fooled. You still have to file your taxes even if you're on disability because they tax that stuff. Uh, I think that sucks. Um, so, we ready to, uh, to do it, Dick? Dick says we're ready. All right, without further ado, I bring you Stephen Vogel from Accounting Wise. Here are the Veterans Hour on your Lone Star Community radio station. This is the second half of our interview with Accounting Wise with Stephen. Um, and we're going to jump right back, right, jump right into it. Yeah, I can speak really well. Stephen, welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's, so it's been a long time. <laughs> but yeah, it's been, been about a year. Right. About a year. We're gonna do this every year. <laughs> um, I like doing this every year. I learn a lot, which Absolutely. is good. Absolutely. Um, so, for those of our listeners that do not know, accounting wise, and you, tell us right. about yourself. So we are a veteran-owned uh, accounting firm here in uh, Texas, Houston, Texas, of course. And uh, we help, we try to help out veterans, disabled, and uh, just a lot of the community. And, uh, well, uh, we do a good job at it. Well, good. We have somebody else in the, uh, in the studio. You want to introduce yourself? I'm Francisco Solis, a tax preparation specialist for AccountingWise. Oh, man, you speak fast. You obviously can't be a Texan. No, where are you from? Houston, Texas. No way. Yep, born and raised. Damn. <laughs> so, accounting wise is a veteran-owned and started business. Absolutely. So you're a veteran. Yes, sir. Of what service? Air Force. Is that really like? An honest to good service. I mean, we could call it the chair force. I mean. Okay, that, 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 that works. That works. That works for me. Um, <laughs> how many years were you in? Uh, I was in four years. A lot of paper cuts. <laughs> that 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 and and squeaky chair rollers. Right. Calculator sounds. Oh, that reminds me. I got to buy a new calculator today. Um, yeah, we was in finance and accounting, and uh, I was stationed at a Dice Air Force Base for a little while. And uh, a lot of good po folks there. Uh, got out and uh, started my own firm. So, 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 are you a bona fide certified accountant? We are a certified uh, tax and bookkeeping firm, and we are licensed and insured. Outstanding. And you'll do individual taxes. We do individual businesses. Uh, we handle the bookkeeping also for businesses, you know, profit loss statements, balance sheets, cash flows. Oh, cash flow. Payroll, oh, we we everything, have. From, <laughs> everything from A to Z. So uh, we've done it all. Uh, we've handled multi million dollar firms all the way to the, down to the startups. Hey, Darlene from East Meets West, our angel sponsor. Are you listening? I got to get you and Steven together here. Well, we only have. 45 minutes or so. So let's jump right into it. Yes, sir. I have a couple of questions. Yes, sir. I am retired from the military. I'm collecting. Well, let me rephrase that. I've gotten out of the military. I am collecting disability from the VA and from Social Security. Do I have to file? 
Uh, well, you know, whenever you're collecting Social Security, they're going to send you a uh, 1099 SA form. And on it, uh, in Block 5, it, there's going to be a taxable amount. So if there's a taxable amount there, you know, yeah, you're going to owe taxes on that Social Security part. But as far as the, like, uh, if you're getting disability from uh, the VA, I mean, that's non-taxable. You don't have to claim it. And uh, there's regulations on that as well. So Social Security disability payments are taxable. Yes. You've heard sometimes. it here first. If you're not filing your taxes and you're on Social Security disability, you're in a lot of trouble. Could be. Brings to the next question. This comes to us from Michael in Ohio. I haven't filed and I'm collecting Social Security disability. How much trouble am I in? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> you should come see us. You should come see us. We'll get you taken care of. Um, usually, you know, we try to help out veterans and uh, people who are disabled. So we don't like to joke around your leg and we try to keep our fees flat. See, I've always heard that. I've always heard that Social Security was non-taxable. And then you listen to the news and you hear, well, yes, it is. And I think there's a right. lot of disinformation. Well, you know, there. there is a lot of disinformation. And for that, you know, I'm just going to say, uh, you know, the Social Security Administration, they send you out a tax form. It's right, it's right there, it. right? Yeah, you, you got to read the lines and see if there's a taxable amount listed on it. And if there is, well, then, yeah, you should file. Um, so accounting-wise is located in Houston physically. It is. Off of uh, I-10 and Blaylock. Do you go to the your ranch clients? office? No, uh, we are a uh, online firm, though we hold an office down on Blaylock. Uh, we lease out a uh, conference room, meet clients in, and everything. Uh, keep our costs down. That way, we don't have to charge you an arm and leg. Oh, so you're kind of like me. I have a virtual office. Absolutely, and they work out well. They really do. They do. <laughs> And we uh, specialize uh, in software. You know, my first uh, firm that we had, we had an actual physical location in Arkansas. And what ended up happening was uh, it ended up increasing my cost for, to my clients. And I didn't really like that all that much. So uh, anyways, the firm was sold. We, we started and we hit the ground with a different business model of making this online and making it to where it's cheaper for the clients by keeping our co costs low we can keep your costs low oh I, I totally agree and and um as you know from last time that we talked um my specialty my my degrees are in business management yeah and i advise people all the time if you do not have foot traffic if your business is not a brick and mortar that relies on foot traffic why are you keeping that overhead of an office? Right. Now, I used to office. I used to have a, a office for, for my company. Um, our headquarters is in, the, is in Corpus Christi. And then we had a satellite office, which me and my guys worked out of, in the Woodlands. Took a look at that one day and went, why do I have one office? Absolutely. Nobody comes to see me. And if they're coming to see me, they're just coming to drop something off. Exactly. That's a huge, that's a huge expense. Exactly. And... Which is why we moved our business model to online. It's actually easier for you, the client, to sit there and upload your stuff to our portal than it is for you to drive, you know, 30 minutes to an hour to an office, especially in Houston. You get stuck in traffic there while your day is ruined. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was telling Stephen last time, Francisco, that uh, if you make me come into the inside of the loop, I charge you a trip charge of seventy five dollars. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, we want to save you the trip. We want to make it easier. So, oh, yeah. I mean, this past year we developed a system where you can just create a profile. You have access to all your documents. You upload to us. We take care of it on our business end. We make you happy. We're happy. Win win situation. Plus, it keeps your costs down though. And your portal is secure. It is you got secure. A nice yanking yeah, big military grade SSL. A uh, nice big SSL and a nice big encryption system. I, lo I love uh, explaining to, to clients. Um, oh, and we also got two-factor authorization as well. I hate we that added that. Thing. You know, two-factor is a pain, but when it comes to accounting and stuff, you know, you just want your stuff secure at the end of the day. Should I ever lose my phone 
I'm going to be in a world of hurt. Oh yeah, you got to make I like use, 20 use, phone calls. <laughs> well, I use Authy as the as the right, yeah, Google Authy, yeah. Um, and and it's really nice and it's very very secure. But Absolutely. it's a pain in the butt. If you, if you ever you're, lose your device, or you're, 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 you know, you're trying to log in, I, oh man, now I gotta go find what I do with my phone and then look it up. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a pain in the butt, but it's it is. well worth it today. Absolutely, it is. It's, it's well worth uh, us as a business. We want to provide uh, that to our clients and make sure that you know their info is secure. Um, we also, you know, carry a, a million dollar policy on insurance that covers cybersecurity as well. We made sure to get that in there. Uh, to make sure that everyone was happy at the end of the day that, you know, no matter what, you're going to be taken care of. So those are those are very important things. Absolutely. So you brought Francisco with us yes. today and you're going to you're going to advise us on what? Exactly what Steve tells me to advise you on. <laughs> <laughs> He's smart. Um, you don't have any type of, of, of contact with him. So, you know. You don't mind if I like steal you away from him, right? Oh, sure. I like that answer. <laughs> Anything the boss tells me to. Of course. <laughs> See, he read his job description and other duties as a son. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just say yes. You no. know, he's been saying that uh, he's not a veteran. Um, you know, we're an equal opportunity employer. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> but he is talking about joining the military. So, you know, he's he's getting some practice over here. <laughs> I, I feel really bad. We have a uh, we have a listener that uh, comments on every single one of the shows, um, Michael Derry. And he started listening to us a number of years ago. Um, and he decided after he graduated college that he was going to join the service. And you know, oh, yeah. I congratulated him, thought that was a wonderful idea and really great. And he decides to join the Navy. Oh. I said, have you not been listening to the show? Realize, of course, this is an army veteran organization here. But yeah, he joined the Navy. Uh, and I like to say, yeah, well, Nate, DOD, you owe me one. I sent you a good person. You know, I just, uh, when I was uh, joining and I was trying to decide on what service I wanted to be a part of, uh, it didn't strike an appeal to me of being on a ship that might sink. <laughs> exactly. With a bunch of other men on it. <laughs> exactly. Sailors and Marines. It's a special bond. It is. Uh, a tight bond. They're the transport service. Yeah, that, that, that's what I say. I would have joined the Navy just for the coffee because co- the Navy has damn good coffee. I, I couldn't say I never tasted the coffee. But. All right. So, tax season is upon us. As right. soon as you get all of your 1099s in, you can start filing your taxes. You don't have to wait to um, April 15th. Um, I, just so you know, like to wait until after the 15th of April because nothing can be easy for me. Right. Um, talk to us about filing this year. You know, filing this year, uh, last year uh, the standard deduction was 12000 This year they upped it. They tacked on another two hundred dollars, so a little bit of difference. Now it's twelve thousand two hundred. So if you don't uh, earn more than twelve thousand two hundred, uh, you're single. You know you don't have any self-employment income. You know you don't have to file. But there's the key word. You are going to want to file even if you didn't make that much. And here is is why. Because if you work for an employer, no matter, you know, if you didn't, let's say you made $10,000, you still get taxes taken out of that check, right? Mm-hmm. So even though that you didn't uh, make that much, you know, let's say 10000 you made $10,000 for the year, you had $500 worth of taxes come out of your check, right? You're going to want to file because... Your income is actually your gross income amount minus the standard deduction, right? And you'll get out, out your adjusted income, which is your taxable income. So that's going to cancel out, and you're going to receive that $500 back that you paid into the government. So, yeah, even though they tell you, oh, well, you don't have to file, you should file. That's your money. You don't want to be paying taxes to the government that uh, you shouldn't. Or you don't want to overpay them. A lot of people don't know that. And so they get taken advantage of by the government. 
So you could advise, say we have a guy out there who's, who's working and has uh, filled out his W-2 and uh, has only put himself down there instead of all his dependents. You could help and advise that individual the best way to structure his W-2 or is it a W-4 form. Um, one of the two. Uh, w-4. W-4. Yeah, W-2 is what you get back at the end of the year. The W-4 is what you fill out, uh, you know, whenever you go for employment position and you get employed with an employer, they're going to want you to file W-4. And, of course, we can advise you on, you know, what you can put down, you know, make it to where you're only paying the government the amount of what you should be. Rather than you overpaying the government and you get a return. See, because here's the deal. That's your money. You don't want to be... If you used to bill me $100, I don't want to send you 150 I want to send you the 100 Why would you not want to do that with your taxes? Sean out in New Jersey. Did you just hear that? We had a conversation with one of our listeners, Sean, who's a... Uh, he's... Uh, I think he's a Marine. Um, got oh, out yeah. of service. Uh, he's working uh, in New Jersey as uh, uh, for their version of Department of Justice, prison systems, or whatnot. And he's, in my opinion, messed up on his W four. I was like, why would you overpay the government <laughs> just to get it back at the right. end of the year? Most people don't realize that. Most people don't. And well, then I get a big tax It's, it's kind of sad, especially when. I, uh, you know, over here on my side of the house, you know, when I see these people overpaying, they're they're making a big deal. Oh, I'm gonna get so much of a refund, but yeah, I mean, but you could have had that money the whole year. You could have put it into a savings account. You should have made interest off that money. Instead, you gave it to the government. They're not gonna pay you interest for holding extra money that you paid to them. No, why not be smart about it and do something with it well, throughout you know, the year? My, my opinion. Um, being a constitutional anarchist, my opinion is I don't want to give the government any money, much less you know give them money that they're going to give back to me at the end of the year. It's not a refund. It's right. my money to begin with. Absolutely. Exactly. You know, uh, well, who was it? I think it was Benjamin Franklin that said that there's only two things that are constant in this life, and it's death and, and taxes. taxes. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm kind of in the same opinion, you know, uh, Yes, I'm an accountant. It seems kind of weird, you know, that I don't want my folks paying taxes either. But, uh, you know, uh, me, at the end of the day, I think I'm serving a better service by advising people on how to pay the government less and pay them what they should be rather than overpaying them and making smart decisions with their money. Smart decisions. See, I have that with, with my employees. Um, they're mad because they're not making their actual payroll once the deductions come out. Yeah, look, you have to pay into Social Security, uh, you have right. to pay into unemployment. You have to. And, and well, we're lucky in the state of Texas. You know, we don't have, have state tax. I know. That killed me every single time. I, I lived in Arkansas for a few years, and Arkansas has a state income tax. And so not only you paying, you know, federal, but you got state coming out as well. Oh, I have, uh, uh, we have what we call the, uh, dysfunctional veteran blue ribbon panel here at, uh, at veterans there. And occasionally we come up on a topic that we want to spend a number of shows talking about. So I assemble this blue ribbon panel and one of them is, uh, uh, my brother up there in upstate New York, um, John Hawk. And, um, he's, Always looking for a way to save money because he runs a uh, a petting farm for uh, special needs children. So he's looking always looking for ways of, of saving his money, and he has retirement, has disability, and he also has a government job on post GS position. Right. When I talk to him and look at the amount of money that he has to pay in state tax in New York, I'm like, close down the farm, move to Texas. <laughs> I'd say you at least $10,000 every single year. Yeah, you state, know, I... State I, income tax will, will kill you. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I used to not be a fan. I'll be honest. I used to not be a fan of Texas. I'm a fan now. <laughs> I, uh, I used to have a bumper sticker on my There's car. There's a lot of benefits to Texas. Hey, yes. you know what? If you're having problems in New York, we'll take you down here in Texas. So, so everybody here, other than Dick, you're, you're a Texan, right, Dick? So um, it's just me and you that are the damn Yankees. But it's okay. Probably. I wasn't born here, but I got here as fast as I could. Damn, I, absolutely. I think I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I was born in Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, you know, got dragged down to the south. Happy for it. I think my heart is down here in the south. So I think we're going to stay here. I like it here. The still weather's a, better. <laughs> still a Yankee, though, Steve. Hey, look. Look here. I have ever had an adopted grandmother. She passed. God rest her soul. Uh, Miss Honey. And Miss Honey would call on the phone. And leave a message on the voicemail saying, this is Miss Honey. I want to speak to my damn Yankee. So that's a term of endearment, Steve, if you didn't know that. When a Texan calls you that, it's a term of endearment. Now, if they say, Stephen, bless your heart, that's not a term of endearment. Stephen came well prepared today. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I'm always well prepared. Um, You would usually benefit by itemizing on Schedule A, Form 1040 or 1040 uh, SR. Never right. ever did those. I always do the 1040 EZ. But it says here that you usually benefit by itemizing. Talk to me about itemizing. Right. So, you know, this is where the standard deduction comes into play. Um, so let's talk about uh, standard deductions here for a little, little bit. Uh you know, the standard deductions this year for single, if you're single, it's $12,200. Uh, if you're mar- married, it's uh, $24,400. And I believe it made, uh, you know, head of household, sorry, head of household, I believe it's eighteen uh, three fifty. But so anyways, those amounts, it's going to be hard to itemize, especially if you're in the lower incomes. Uh, because you're going to find it difficult to beat that standard deduction. But for those of us in the higher incomes, uh, you know, what you want to know is that most likely if you have a mortgage, you have, you pay property taxes, sales taxes, you have medical expenses, you know, all that coming into play, there's a chance that you're going to exceed that standard deduction. And what that's... Uh, what that does is it gives you a deduction more than the standard deduction amount. You know, itemize it. That's uh, a key word. So if you pass, let's say that you're single, you know, uh, make $100,000 a year or more, and you have a mortgage, you, you have all that stuff going on for you, try to itemize. Um, because if you exceed that twelve thousand two hundred, you could be able to deduct what you itemize from your uh, taxable income amount. So it's, it's go lower your tax. It's go lower your income to get a lower taxable amount, I, I, which I is always key. Things, but what I found interesting going through them is that um, had large uninsured medical and dental expenses. Now, this is a veteran show, so Absolutely. all of us out there use the VA in one way, shape, or form. God bless them. Uh, <laughs> VA, giving soldiers another chance to die for their country since 1931. <laughs> um, no, but I, I, I love my VA doctor over here at Conroe and uh, Nurse Zuli. Hi, thank you for taking such good care of me. They, uh, I actually didn't do a show last month because I had, uh, had the flu. And then right after the flu, like the very didn't get better from the flu, just got worse. I developed bronchial, bronchial, what's that word that's in your lungs? Bronchitis. Bronchitis? Yeah, bronchial RS, RVS. It's a type of, of bronchial uh, virus that um, the my VA people tell me that it basically affects the very young and the very old and infirmed. Um. Obviously, I'm the very young. Um, right. You're getting younger every day. Getting younger every day. But it was a pain in the butt. There were things um, associated with that illness that the VA could not provide me. I had to go get on 
the the market on the regular on the you know go down to Kroger's and pick it up. Right. Those type of things that are not covered, we don't have. They're deductible, to cover that. absolutely. They're deductible, absolutely. So you know, save your receipts when it comes to medical expenses, especially now these days. Medical expenses, uh, it can go up real fast and in a hurry. I mean, these days, uh, you know, I, I don't even think I want to touch on the subject of, you know, medical companies and what they're doing to our culture in the U.S., but it is what it is. And well, this all happened in 1973 you know. when, when uh, hospitals um, became for-profit. Right. Um, and, and, and that made... The prices skyrocket up. Um, well, they're still skyrocketing. I mean, it's it's crazy these days how much the medical cost is going up in the U.S. The boss but, was in the hospital in San Antonio from October 16th through Christmas. I can't imagine what that bill would be. Oh, I, I'd probably roll over my grave if I saw the bill. It's It's got to be millions of dollars. She had 11 different surgeries. Right, yeah. And she was in the hospital for two months in a private room. Right. It's got to be, it's like, there's no way anybody would be able to afford that. That's just No, and especially without insurance. And then, even then, you know, you got to think about, you know, what did insurance didn't cover? Some of these insurances, they don't do a good job at covering those expenses. I tell that story to ask this question since we're talking about medical deductions. So she has insurance, but some of that bill is not going to be covered. For example, um, you don't get to choose who your anesthesiologist is. Right. If he's not network, you know, so sorry for you. So the insurance right. is going to Exactly. You got to find another that. one. Exactly. And you're comatose on a gurney from the ambulance, and, you know, you don't get to ask these questions. Um, would that be something that would be deductible? If it's not covered by in, your insurance, absolutely. I mean, save your receipt, put it, put it in a tub, put it wherever you want to put it, or you know, keep, just keep track of it on your bank statement because your bank statement is a financial record. But um, I mean, either way, uh, you're gonna want to keep track of those costs because it's gonna help you in the long run deducting that off of your income to get a better tax rate. I hope you all listening to this because this pertains to all of us out there. Absolutely. You have the VA, you have insurance, but there's still stuff that's not covered. And if it's not covered, if I'm stop me when I go wrong, if it's not covered by your insurance, it may be deductible if you itemize. Absolutely. That's outstanding. You know, and uh, something else that's uh, uh, there's something that's changed uh, this year, uh, considering prior years. Uh, mortgage interest, you know, let's get, get on the subject of that. They changed the uh, tax law regarding that. You know, it's now mortgages, you know, uh, up to $750,000 and or mortgages up to $1 million before the date of December fifteenth, two 2017. So... Uh, they changed it. It's two hundred and fifty dollars less. Now, I'm not even close in that category of owning a million dollar home. <laughs> uh, neither am I. Uh, so it's not sure going to apply to a lot of people, isn't... right? It, it's not really going to apply to uh, most people. Um, but if you're in that category, uh, just know you're going to be uh, limited on your home loan interest that you can deduct. Um, it's going to have it play into effect. And there's also, uh, they change, you know, how much taxes you can deduct, uh, state and local taxes wise. They changed it to 10,000. I've never done that. I've never, ever done that. Do you own a, do you have a mortgage? Oh yeah. Why, why are you not deducting the property taxes? I, I deduct. Welcome back to Veterans Air. You were listening to our interview with Stephen Vogel from Accounting Wise. And I promise as soon as I finish this show, I'll put his, his links down at the bottom of this. I just totally forgot. The second half of this interview, you can listen to us um, 
the third Tuesday in February and get the second half of this interview. We're also going to place the whole interview non-interrupted uh, out on the web so everybody can hear it. Um, I still have some time left. Looking at my, my big watch. Thank you, Dick. I can now see that. Um, we have a bunch of stuff that has recently happened or is about to happen. So I need to let you guys know about this. First, um, I have gotten a, a short email from John. If you remember last year, we did, a, uh, we did an interview with John on the um, tunneltotowers.org, the organization. And it went off really, really well. Um, they're doing a, another one this year in April, and I'm going to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going to get that info out to you, um, but I wanted to let you know that, that John had contacted me and wanted y'all to know what um, TunnelToTowers.org has done here in Texas for us. On December 31st, 2019, Deputy Sheriff Chris Dickerson of the Pola County, Texas Sheriff's Department, was shot and killed while making a traffic stop. On January 11th, 2020, Officer Nicholas Reyna of the Lubbock PD was struck and killed by a vehicle while at the scene of another accident. Their families will be provided a mortgage-free home by Stephen Siller's Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Way to go, guys. Wait, that's not all. December 2019, in December 2019, 24 families of fallen heroes were provided mortgage-free homes. This is an incredible organization. We're going to get John back in the studio to talk about the uh, upcoming April 20th um, golf tournament that they're doing. Let's talk, about, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about what happened January 1st. January 1st, if you were not paying attention, veterans, on January 1st, if you were a disabled veteran, you were authorized once more to use the PX, commissary, and welfare facilities um, at the posts, at the, the, the posts. Let me read to you from the Department of Defense, and they say, that they have expanded commissary exchange and morale, welfare, and recreation retail eligibility to Purple Heart recipients, former prison of wars, all veterans with service-connected disabilities, and individuals approved and designated as the primary family caregiver of eligible veterans under the Department of Veterans Affairs Program of Comprehensive Assistance for Family Caregivers. Check it out. It really does work. I just came back from Corpus Christi, and on Saturday, I went down to the, to the Naval Air Station, Corpus Christi, showed my veterans ID card, and they let me in. And I went to the PX, and I got my wife a beautiful Valentine's Day gift, baby. It's waiting for you. Got it at the PX. Um, facilities that are open to us newly eligible veterans are the commissaries, the service exchange, golf course, bowling centers, recreational lodging, RV campgrounds, movie theaters, and more. Remember all that stuff that you could do when you're active duty? Guess what? You can do it again. This is, this is huge. This is huge, absolutely huge that we're able to do that. One of the things that I, I missed most was the ability to use the PX and the commissary. So a couple of questions and answers for you. Are disabled veterans eligible for privileges at the commissary's middle exchange? Morale and welfare and recreation activities? Yes. If you don't have a service-connected disability, but I meet one of the other requirements in the new user category, will I be eligible for the privileges? Yes. You're going to ask yourself right now exactly what is a service-connected disability. A service-connected disability is an injury or illness that was incurred or aggravated during military active military service as determined by the VA. Here's the deal. If your VA card, your VA medical card, your VA ID card does not say service-connected, you are not service-connected. These new privileges don't have a disability rating attached to it. it just, you just have to have a service-connected disability. So if you're at 10%, you still have a service-connected disability. Congratulations. Go to the PX. 
Um, you can bring other people with you to the post, but you have to stop at the gates there and go in and register, register them. And the first time you go to that post, you also have to register. Your VA card gets you in, but they need to take a picture of it and put it on file and yada yada. It's very simple to do. I did it at Corpus Christi Naval Air Station, and it worked just great. Um, keeping a watch on my time because I want to make sure I do this right. <clears throat> I haven't talked about the American Legion Post 411 here in, uh, in Conroe in a long while, but we're going to do it today because I just got an email from the commander, and I wanted to share it with you about an upcoming event that they're doing, a fundraiser that they're doing, that I think is really great. I'm going to read from the commander's email. February 2020 clay shooting fundraiser. This activity is ongoing. The planning is ongoing and active. Mike Renfroth is heading up the function along with Kelly Glass and Jim Anderson. Hey, Jim. Hey, Kelly. Uh, please stay tuned for further regular updates of this event. The date for the event is scheduled for Friday, February 28th at the Blackwood Shooting Club on FM 2854. We need volunteers for this event, and if you are interested in helping, please call the central number and leave a message, and we'll get back to you ASAP. We are also selling raffle tickets for a Berlini shotgun. This is in conjunction with Jimmy Edwards and the Veterans Memorial Activity. Way to go, Jimmy. Tickets are $20 each. Please call the central number for tickets, or if you would like to sponsor or have a booth, call also. Um, we got a change to where they're meeting. The Post will now be meeting at the Poplar Business Park, located again starting in November. That's last November. The meeting times and days are the same the second Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. sharp. This is not the same location we were at before moving to the outlet's location. This is not a planned move, but we had to move back until we could find a permanent home, which we are very actively seeking. So I suggest that you all give the commander a call if you need more information. And the number is 832-404-2276. And leave a message, and Steve will get back to you. Way to go with that shooting thing. Um, if you all remember... Uh, uh, patriotic restoration coach uh, Tom Yates um, where so we're partnering with them in, in several things that they're doing and they did their first ever uh, clay shoot um, in November and it was very very successful I like these type of clay shoots more than any other type of fundraisers um, because it speaks to the the population that we're really speaking to I'm not looking at you guys today and I want to be apologized for that you you're just way up so high and I feel like I'm so low um, <clears throat> so we talked about that, we talked about this, and oh my gosh, I did not print that out. Can you believe that? I did not print that out. But I remember what it is I want to talk about for it. So let's see if I, if I did that. December 2016, yes, I did. So just recently, the FCC... And the VA and the DOD got together, and it has been approved that soon, don't know when, but soon there will be a three-digit number that you can call for mental health emergencies. Just like you call 911, you get an ambulance. The new proposed number is going to be 988, but it's not active yet, so don't go and start calling it now because they're, they're not active yet. But it's coming soon from the FCC um, that that will be the number to call for mental health. Um, if you do need mental health, and a lot of us do, I include myself, I'm a little wackadoodle, um, reach out. Seek the help that you need. You're not alone. There's people out there. So, 45 minutes. Guess what this is? This is February. And you know what's happening on February 14th? It's Valentine's Day. If you have not gotten your sweetie something, time is running out. You have 10 days left. 10. Hey, go check out bitterglitter.us. They have what you need. What else is happening this month other than Valentine's Day, which is the most important? Because you get chocolate. 
But we do have other things that, go, that are going on. And I have a list for you of all the things that are going on in Conroe, in and around Conroe, in the month of February. February 14th is the Winter Conroe, Conroe Swap Meet. Um, and that runs from the 14th through the 16th of February. It is at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds at 9333 Airport Road in Conroe. If you have not been out there before for one of these, you should go. It's a way cool. Um, the American Legion Post 411 um, did that oh, a couple of years ago. Great day. It really was. Um, so go on out there. It's undercover. It'll be good. February 12th is the Pulse Series Candidates Form 2020 from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m. The Conroe, Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce at 505 West Davis. Go there. You can hear the candidates. They're going to talk with you and you can talk to them and do wonderful things and decide who it is that you're going to vote for because November 2020, we will be voting again for a new president or an old president or Mickey Mouse, whatever the hell you want to vote for because it says right here in the Constitution, we can vote. February 22nd is the 55th annual Go Texan Parade. 55th annual Go Texans Parade. How can it be 55 years? We didn't have Texans for 50. We had the football game for 55 years. But that's what it says. Dick's looking at me like, just shut up and read. All right, that's what it says. It says the 55th annual Go Texan Parade, Saturday, 1 to 3 p.m. Um, here in Conroe. Um, it's put on by Conroe and the Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce at 505 West Davis here in Conroe. February 22nd is the premier Humble Gun Show. Did I pronounce that right? Humble? Humble? Humble, it's Texan. I'm a Texan now. It's Humble. It's the premier Humble Gun Show. February 22nd, which is a Saturday through the 23rd, it's at the Humble Civic Center on Will Clinton Parkway. <clears throat> February 29th is the second annual Montgomery County Home and Outdoor Living Expo. It runs through the 1st, and it is at the fairgrounds at 9055 Airport Road. February 21st, it's the Lone Star Throwdown 2020 Custom Car and Truck Bike Show. It runs from Friday, February 21st, through Sunday, the 23rd, at the Lone Star Convention and Expo Center. I plan to be there. Custom cars and bikes, oh, yeah, you know it. Um, yeah, it looks like I'm going to end a little early. Dick said, it's okay if I do. That's what I have for coming up in February for events and the news that's important to veterans, military, and those that love us. Listen, I want to remind you once again, because this is a new format that we're going to, the interview with Accounting Wise, we broke it in half, so we have two shows now. We have this show, and the second half of this interview is going to be um, the third Tuesday of the month, same time, same back channel. Um, but before then, you can go to our website, www.veteransair.us, or over to the Lone Star Community Radio Station's website, and you can check out the entire non-broken-in-half interview with Steve and Francisco from Accounting Wise. So that about ends our show. But before we leave, I want to leave you with a song by Sailor Jerry, our good friend. It's called Strong. You can download the song from our website or at Sailor, SailorJerryMusic.com. And while we're listening, let us remember our brothers and sisters in uniform that today are standing in harm's way to stand for our freedoms and our liberties. If you are wearing the uniform, I want to say to you, thank you. I want to tell you that I'm proud of you. Until next month, stay safe and stay vigilant. A tattoo on the back of his arm since 65. I've been to heaven back, but I'm still alive. It's those 18 months holding tough in that desert sun It's a mama waiting back home
It's a rise, it's up when they get 